Hello, my name is Reverend Seth Nelson, and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Ronan, Montana. Join in weekly to hear the good news of God's love proclaimed over your life. You can follow us on Podbean and iTunes. God bless you this day. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Family can be great fun. Family members understand each other in ways that those who do not share our surnames simply don't. We share deep personal history with our siblings, parents, grandparents, cousins, and other extended family. We share a heritage of how we got to where we are and at least, hopefully, have similar starting points for where we might be headed in the future. Family gives you presents for no reason other than that you were born. Or for the blessed reason that Jesus was born many years before that. There are folks we expect to show up for family events, to be excited when new generations are born, and to mourn with us when our older family members die. I hope that at least some of you can relate to our daughter Freya when she said two years ago, Mom and Dad, there's a lot of time when I'm alone at night, you know, when I'm sleeping. It's not much fun. I wish I could share a room with Otto. (laughs) It's good to be family, right? In spite of this, perhaps more likely because of the close proximity that we have with people in our families, it can also hurt. It can also hurt and be hurt by our family in deep and abiding ways. Well, as parents, we may intend and think we are doing the best for our children. Our good intention and ideas of what is best may miss the mark, may cause real and lasting harm. Worse yet, as parents, we may think it is our duty somehow not to apologize for this kind of harm, because we were just doing our best after all, and it is the duty of children Um, to somehow know and respect that fact. Many a relationship between children and their parents has been ruined because mom and dad, or mom or dad, refuses to apologize for anything ever. Just as much as siblings can be confidants and best of friends growing up, The resentments and frustration that exist between brothers, sisters, and step-siblings can be like embers that burn deep within us throughout the rest of our lives. We're grateful for sisters like Charlie, who never does anything wrong. (laughs) But for others of us, it's not so rosy. The hard feelings that exist between, uh, between siblings often remain hidden from others while consuming those within a family from the inside out. Families can be a real blessing for us, but they can also be a source of tension, hardship, and hurt in ways that are complicated and nearly impossible to resolve. Joseph's family dynamic was one to be lamented more than praised. Sure, his father loved him dearly. 
And out of this love, Jacob heaped disproportionate praise and favor upon his youngest at the expense of his ten older siblings. We might think, on the one hand, that a father can do what he wants, and uh, the rest of his sons should uh, just have rejoiced at the love that he showed their younger brother, instead of being resentful about it. Yet, I think, for being honest, we know that how we feel about our family relations is never neutral. The favoritism that Jacob showed towards his youngest felt like a slap in the face to his older brothers. In response to their father's oblivious and overwhelming favor towards the one at the expense of the other ten, the brothers responded by arresting Joseph with the intent to murder him, and older only later relented with the merciful act of trafficking him into slavery. It was a real show of brotherly love, if you ask me. As the first lesson for this week tells us, though, Joseph serves as an early biblical example of the redemption we need and long for as a people. In worldly terms, in worldly terms, he had every right to seek revenge. With his father gone, the only family he had left were those who had trafficked him as an act of mercy against their murderous intentions. At worst, his brothers wanted to kill him out of jealousy. At best, they desired for him to be a slave out of their envy. They seem like real winners as siblings, right? I'm not sure how you would feel about people who wanted to sell you as free labor or murder you because your father loved you. But I might have some issues dealing kindly with those who acted this badly toward me. Not Joseph, though. He wanted his family back. He knew family means forgiveness. The only way that Joseph could regain his family was by forgiving them. This is an insurmountable peak for most of us to climb. While I hope that none of us have been enslaved by our family members, I also hope that we can recognize how difficult it must have been for Joseph to forgive his brotherly enslavers. The forgiveness that Joseph showed his brothers is not only admirable, but is also an early model of our salvation. He forgave them not because they deserved it, but because they were family. In fact, the way that they looked at him when he was young and loved was in terms of how much more favor he had earned than they. When he looked back at them, through all the awfulness of his life that they had forced upon him, he still saw them as family. He saw that family means forgiveness. So he did the work. He did the work that those who should have done the work were unwilling to do. Notice in our passage for this week, the brothers never actually apologize 
in the biblical record. It's crazy, right? You think that they might have thought better to get uh, thought it better to get real and say something like, "Hey, we did you wrong. We are sorry about that." If they proved unable to be honest about their wrongdoing and instead tried to hide behind the legacy of their father when they said to each other, what if Joseph still bears a grudge against us and pays us back in full for all the wrongdoing that we did to him? Then they devised to call in a fake favor by using their father's name instead of owning up to their own need for forgiveness. They said, Your father gave us this instruction before he died. Say to Joseph, I beg you, forgive the crime of your brothers and the wrong they did in harming you. Now, therefore, please forgive the crime of the servants, the God of your father. In a roundabout way, they sought forgiveness. Yet they were hedging their bets to get through this difficult moment in the easiest way possible. They called in the favor of their father's memory, likely made up the words they quoted him as saying, and told Joseph that it was their father's wish that he forgive them after he was gone. Dubious, right? Moreover, if they were really sorry, they should have said so. The ten who had ganged up on him to sell Joseph as a commodity to travelers passing by, now ganged up to sell him a bill of goods about how he was disappointed his father he was disappointing his father if he held them accountable for their deplorable actions at every turn they proved unworthy of the moments entrusted to them yet yet for joseph after years and years of being betrayed lost, abandoned, and alone. He knew that he needed family. Just as importantly, he knew that family means forgiveness. The only way for him to have family was to forgive them. They had done absolutely nothing right. Moreover, they had committed unforgivable wrongs. Still, despite all the nonsense that they threw his way, Joseph responded by saying, Do not be afraid. Am I in the place of God? Even though you intended to do me harm, God intended it for good in order to preserve our numerous people as he is doing today. Despite the harm that we do to one another, God has planned a different path forward. Family can be amazing, transcendent even. When our when family, <coughs> excuse me, um, when our siblings, parents, grandparents, and extended family members show up to support us in the great ways that we hope family will, they provide a sense of home that few others can. However, this is not always the case. Sins in the family can also sting like nothing else. 
These moments provide a window for us to see the power and profundity of the love of God. God's love is on display for the fact that when we inevitably act like Joseph's ten other bro- older brothers and seek to sell the son down the river, this is not the end of the matter. God always seeks resolution. Blessedly, the resolution that God seeks is the way of forgiveness. And since God's way is always that of forgiveness, God's way is always that of family. It is good to forgive. It is good to be forgiven. It is good to be part of the family of God. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. I hope that you've enjoyed this week's sermon podcast. If you would like to hear more, read my blog, or get a copy of my book called The Church Unknown, go to www.revsethnelson.com. If you feel called to support our ministry, I invite you to go to our church's website at flcronan.org and click on the Offerings tab. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.